The moment you decide to look outside of yourself for value is the moment you give your rights away to be authentically you. Your value is not in what your mother thinks of you, what your father thinks of you, what your family and friends think of you. Your value is what you think of yourself. That is the secret to authentically loving and being you. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. We are coming up on the season finale of Pressing Through Pressure, and I am very excited about the guest that I have now. This is Samuel Lee Fudge, and he is an actor, a writer, a director, a man of God, and someone that has a great call upon his life. How are you, Samuel? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. So season three is all about pressing through pressure. So what we're going to talk about is the pressure that happens in our life and how do we press through that in order to walk in who we destined to be? Well, first and foremost, do you feel like everyone has a calling or purpose on their life? Absolutely. I think every single individual, every single person has a calling on their life. And I, I feel like the closer you are to God, the um, the more clear your purpose is, um, the more sound you are with God, the more connected you are with God, the more God places that into your heart, your spirit, your soul, and your mind. And um, until you eventually meditate that, you know what I mean? You you thrive off of that. That's all you think. That's all you believe. That's all you dream and breathe. Uh, you wake up for that sole purpose, most definitely. Okay, okay. That's good to hear. I believe that as well. And I also believe that to whom much is given, much is required. So I believe like when you have a great call on your life, you kind of go through more than people that don't have that yeah. great call on your life. Mm -hmm. You believe that as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the individuals like myself, like you, like others out here in the world, you know, us like who go through the most of things, you know. Sometimes, it's, it, sometimes we think it's um, we think it's uh, symbols or messages of uh, discouragement for us to give up and to for us to quit. But instead, it's God prepping us and training us uh, to get to the place that our heart is telling us we need to be, you know, or where we're supposed to be. It's like boot camp. It's like training camp for football players. It's like boot camp for soldiers. It's like undergrad for the most uh, studious or, or elite educators or whatever out here in the world. You know what I mean? We have to go through those things to make us strong and make us uh, built for where we're heading. You know what I mean? So like a process to your purpose. A process to your purpose. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. I think uh, <laughs> when you are going through the most, the most trials and the most tribulations, you know, um, in order to endure those things or to survive, you know what I mean? You got to, like I said before, just get connected with God and um, pray to God and just get that one-on-one, -on -one, you know what I mean? So God can give you the answers because to all those all those tests or all those trials, there are answers. There are, you know what I mean? And it's like Da Vinci Code out here, man, and God has all the answers. The Bible has all the answers. The Word has all the answers, you know, everything that you go through. God has the answer. You just have to seek it. You just have to connect. You just have to get there with him. Um, and, and I think that's where I'm at right now in life, myself. 
You know what I mean? Um, you know that saying, the higher the level, the higher the devil. devil. Oh, yes. The higher the level, <laughs> the higher the devil. So uh, my my problem is, uh, it's not necessarily a problem. It's a, it's a growing. Uh, something that I'm still growing on is um, I try to use the same methods or same tactics that I use on level three mm-hmm. um, to get through level five. Yes. You know what I mean? And and the whole time, God is like, nah, baby, you got to step it up. Yeah, you're going to have to use some some tongues. You're going to have to yeah, use yeah. different weapons because each level requires a different weapon. Yeah. And I believe God is so faithful to give us those weapons for each level. It's just tapping into it and really connecting with the people that can help bring that out of you. Most definitely. So... I truly believe in divine appointments. Yeah. I believe that God has sh- truly had grace and mercy upon my life because he has always surrounded me with powerful people of God. And they, each and every one, kind of equipped me for what I was going through. But it didn't make it any easier because when it's you going through it, it's like, I don't want to pray today. It don't, it, you know, I don't want to speak in tongues today. I don't want to cry out today. I feel discouraged today, mm-hmm. you know, but God is faithful to send those people that will pray on your behalf, yeah. that will fight the enemy on your behalf when you don't have the strength to do it. Yeah. So how important do you feel like it is to have the right people in your life when you on this journey? It's very important. I, I, me personally, like even where I am at right now in life, I had I wouldn't. I would never gotten to this point had not been first for God, but for the people he placed. Um, man, I, I keep prayer warriors in my circle. I don't I don't mix my energy with just anybody and everybody. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. um, and my circle is full <laughs> God-loving, God-fearing individuals. Um, but how God has set it up for me, at least, these people care about my best interest. They love me. They... You know what I mean? They care about me enough to pray. They care about me enough to make sure that I'm okay, whether it be just them showing physical support or them praying. You know what I mean? And that's very important. Absolutely. Definitely. Because a person like myself, like as strong as I may seem physically and mentally to the outside person or to the person, you know, looking in yeah, on my life or evaluating. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I definitely have my battles. Um it's not easy, like, on a daily, you know what I mean? I carry the weight of trying to be someone in this world and trying to be someone of a, a purpose in this world, purpose-filled, full. Purpose-driven. Driven in this world. I try to be Samuel Lee Fudge as best as I can. I even try to be Samuel as best as I can. I try to be Sam mm. best as I can because I carry these many hats. To my, you know, I'm a different person to my mom than I am to my art. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I have all these hats that I try to, I have to carry. And so a lot of times I am overwhelmed with the pressures of, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with pressures. Yeah. And uh, having people in my corner that praise for me or just talk with me and, and, or uplift you know, just like you did, mm-hmm. you know, just like you are doing. You know what I mean? That's very important, man. And I can't lie, like, this is how deep it is because how God is looking out for me, I don't necessarily remember, like, saying, I probably have, but I don't necessarily saying, hey, God, look, you got me on this path. Put put X, put this person, put this name, put this person, and make sure they pray about pray for this. 
Like, no, it's it's my mom's prayers. Yes. That's protecting me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's my, yes. It's my grandmother's prayers that's protecting me. It's my grandfather's prayers that's protecting me. It's, it's their grandparents' prayers that's mm-hmm. protecting me right now. Yes. You know what I mean? So that just aligns to what you're saying. It's just like people just praying and people... Uh, I, I think people underestimate uh, the power of prayer, including myself sometimes. Yeah. Including myself sometimes because, you know, we get in the habit of believing, like, I got it. I got it. I'm good. Yeah, I can yeah. take it. You know, I done went through this. I'm good. I got it. I ain't got to. God's got too much to worry about right now to just worry about me. You know yeah. what I mean? But prayer is very strong. and It's very, it's a sacred thing. And it's, um, yeah, it's everything. It is very powerful. And. I like when you said people that, you know, love you for you and not just like, I believe that some people can love you on the surface, but when you are blessed to get those people that love you beyond the surface, that love your spirit, that is such a beautiful thing. And like you said, you didn't pray and ask God, send these people in my life, but God knew that you would need these people for this journey. Yeah. That you were going on because he had he knew you had a calling on your life because he formed you in your mother's womb. So he put that calling on you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. Jeremiah 29 and 11 states that. Yeah. So I really believe that today is Thanksgiving that mm-hmm. we're recording this. So I asked someone, what are they thankful for? And they said, life, just for being alive, right? And for some reason, it hit me like a ton of bricks because it was like, wow, I'm thankful for that as well. But so many people are living and they say they're thankful for being alive, but they're just surviving. Mm -hmm. They're not thriving. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit worked with me like this. I kind of like meditated on that. And I realized that sometimes when we're just in survival mode. Yeah. We're basically living our life in the past. We're holding on. We're trying to live off of these past things that we've been through. Yeah. And it limits us and hinders us from thriving in life. So my question to you is, if I ask you, what are you thankful for about living? What would you say? That's an easy question to answer because I I ponder on it. I, I meditate on it daily. The biggest thing of living, the biggest part of living that I am thankful for is the opportunity to better, to fix, to grow. Whatever mistake I made yesterday, I have tomorrow to make it up. Or whatever Mm -hmm. situation that I'm in, whatever situation I'm in Tuesday, when I wake up Wednesday, I can make the appropriate choice to get me out of it. Or at least have the opportunity to do that. I think about like people who suffer you know what I mean? Are people who punish permanently based from one choice that they made. You get what I'm saying? And so, like, Lord forbid, like, if I go tomorrow, right, mm-hmm. I have to go with the mistakes that I made the day before. I have to go with the mistakes without telling all of my loved ones that I love them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with the blessing of having the the next day to live, you get what I'm saying? That's yeah, that so grace. much. That's so much to be thankful for because yes. you have the next day to get it right. Yes. You have the next day to say, all right, I messed up, but I'm going to do it the right way. Or I'm in this predicament. Let me get myself together. Or, all right, this ain't the right choice. Let me fix it. Let me. Um, and we take that for granted a lot mm-hmm. of times. You know what I mean? We take that for granted because 
<laughs> we wake up the next day and do the same ish yeah. we did the day before. You know what I mean? Or make the same choices or not. But um, me personally, I'm a person. I'm a person that thrives on personal growth and bettering myself. Um, um, cause one, a prayer of mine that's always constant or has always been constant is, uh, I pray for God to make me Christ-like day by day. Yes. You get what I'm saying? And so, just as I pray for it, God has instilled that mindset of get better, yes. get Christ-like. So, um, I said to say. The opportunity. I'm very thankful of life. <laughs> and uh, to be more specific, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to fix and correct mistakes or correct choices. You know what I mean? That hinder um, hinder me from being at my best potential. So it sounds like that you have mastered giving yourself grace. That's what it sounds like to me. And as you know, a lot of us, humans mm -hmm. we are our biggest critics and we don't know how to give ourselves grace mm -hmm. how did you get to that place of really knowing that you had to give yourself grace in order to continue to grow because that's what it sounds like to me that you have mastered the fact that you're not perfect mm -hmm. that you're still learning mm -hmm. and you give yourself grace and that allows you to learn from the mistakes that you made how did you get there and how can someone that's listening to this get to that place? Oh, I think, <laughs> honestly, God showing me individuals or God just playing out, giving me examples of what perfect love is. Get what I'm saying? God, you got you to gotta understand now, like, we are sinful individuals, but God placed his one and only son here to die for our sins, that's love, mm -hmm. that's grace. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the more that you learn of God and Jesus Christ and what he stood and what both stood for, you get what I'm saying? You understand perfect love, um, the way a mother loves her child, mm -hmm. regardless of what mistake he or she did or does, you know what I mean? The fact that a mother can love their child unconditionally, yes. no matter what. I forgive you. I love. Get better, please. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's that's perfect love. Um. So I thank God for the mother. I, me person, going back to personal. I, I'm yeah. grateful for the mother I have, um, for showing me that. But I'm also grateful for the mentors, the leaders, the 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 people, uh, including my mother that God placed in my life to show me or to point me to the Lord, to God, yeah. point me to the word. And, and you get what I'm saying? And to learn, like, if you're a Christian, man, like, you got to take, if God gives you grace, you got to take grace in yourself. Like, that's the whole, you know what I'm saying? That's the yeah, whole purpose. Yeah. Like, that's what the message is. That's yeah, what grace. The, that's, yeah. It's grace. You get what I'm saying? Jesus Christ died for our sins. Um it's only through Jesus Christ that we can get to God, you know? So love, perfect. So when you love yourself, you got to accept the same, like, give yourself mm -hmm. grace. If you love yourself, you can't fault yourself on every mistake. You can't beat yourself up on every mistake. So, um, but at the same time, you, <laughs> at the same time, God say, uh, God, God, don't, God doesn't just say, all right, you flawed, you're sinful. Yeah. That's what it is. Burn, go there. God says, you sinful. 
I'm a, I'm gonna point you to the right way. Yeah. I'm giving you the free will, the choice to make the right way. So that if you look at if you take that same method into and, and apply it into your own life, like you made the mistake, but I gotta get myself grace to get better. Like mm-hmm. I know what's better. Let me make the choice to get better. Let me. So um, yeah, man. Um, perfect love. I, I think just I'm, understanding that kind of yeah. help you get to this place of grace. It yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's beautiful. Like I feel like I struggle with being my biggest critic. Like Yeah. Like and I feel like it comes from the spirit of pride a little bit to me. I feel like I wanna be in control of so much of my life that when I make a mistake, I beat myself up about it. You know better than this. Even though I know that God allows his grace, I feel like I still struggle in that area. But you just helped me understand it even more. So I want to thank you for that as well. I want to know, how do you press through the pressure that happens in your life? Whether it be in your acting career your personal life, whatever it is, what practical things do you do to press through that? It's so many things. Um, Give us about two or three of them <laughs> that you think others might the biggest really thing can is, grow from. I used to say this when, like, when I first went to grad school. Um, I think grad school was the first. Grad school was the first place or first experience where. I actually felt pressure to the degree of me wanting to give up and quit. And while in grad school, I had to really redefine and define um, and hyper define my purpose and my big and the biggest thing is my why. Why am mm-hmm. I doing this? Yes. And so now um, pushing through the pressures, even with acting, the nose, that's the biggest thing in acting is the nose, you know, in filmmaking as well. In our business, you know what I mean? Our you get the no's all the time. That's The no's are more common than the yeses. Mm. And so um, what helps me get through is those messages on Facebook of uh, individuals telling me how inspired they are because I'm still continuing. Yeah. Or still pushing. Or uh, from any social media platform, Facebook as well. Like I get those messages all the time. Um, when I see how inspired the people who are following are looking up to me or by my actions, or by my decision to continuously go, or to continuously thrive, that that motivates me to push through the pressure. Uh, what also pushes me, man, I got, man, I thank God for the people, I thank God for the people he's placed in my life, but I have a friend, uh, Loki. Whenever I talk to Loki, like, we don't talk a lot, frequent, but we talk, we and we talk seldom, but mm-hmm. when we do talk, he makes it a point to always remind me to evaluate the amount of growth Yes. So what helps me push through um, from the conversations that I have with Loki is like, dude, look at look at where you started and look mm-hmm. where you are now. Or look where you were last year and look where you are now. Yeah. Uh, another thing, like, and we're looking at it right now, but those are, and another great person God has blessed in my life, that's my fraternity brother. Um, he breeds dogs, so he does the dogs comp- dog competitions and all that. Yeah. But um, for the listeners, uh, I'm going to be very descriptive so they can see what we're looking at. Yeah. But there's a, a second place ribbon and there's a first place ribbon. Mm-hmm. He came up here to visit me and he had two of his best dogs. Well, he had 
the best dog that he felt he had, right? Mm-hmm. And he had the dog that was good, but yeah. you know what I mean? He's here. He's This was like the biggest competition at the time. That one dog that he felt was the best that he had, you know, that hands down. Mm-hmm. He took the dog to the competition the first day. Uh, the dog did all his walks. <laughs> all yeah. It's crazy that I'm, I'm using this to make a point. Yeah, but that metaphor is yeah, good, Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. But that's why they're hanging where they're hanging. But because that's a SAG-ACTRA letter. You know how hard I worked for that SAG letter right there, right? And so, but, little, but anywho, little, so he brought the dog, right? Mm-hmm. The first day of that competition, right, his best dog, he did everything. He bred it. He put a lot of money into it. That dog won second place in the first day. Second place, right? Wow. And my friend, my brother was disappointed. He was upset. He was mad. I put everything into this dog. Like, this dog is good. How how in the hell can these people view this dog or judge this dog as second place, not the best? When in my mind, it's the best. Yeah. So the second day, he goes back. And he was staying at my house at the time. I'm like, bro, just like, you know, you got to go back. And he was getting ready to go home. He was like, he had enough. I said, nah, you can't just, bro, you came too far. You came all the way to Atlanta. Like, bro, go for it. Do the second. Do it, bro. Just do it. Yeah. Like, he does it, right? I come home from work. I'm tired. He. <laughs> He's happy, you know what I mean? He had the second ribbon, which is the first place ribbon. So wow. he brought that very same dog. And he didn't give up. He didn't put the other dog in. He didn't say, I'm going back home. He used the very same dog for the same competition, just a different category. Different category. And that same dog placed first. Wow. So he used that story, and he gave me those ribbons. He worked, just as I worked hard for that sack after tra- yeah. tra- letter, he worked, hard. he worked hard for those ribbons, right? And as hard as he worked, just gave him up so easily. But he said, bro, and I was expressing to him my frustrations with acting and everything else um, that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. He said, bro, why are you focused in on the people who are telling you no? Yes. Looking at all these people that's telling you yes. Yes. That may not be your category, but for your category, they love you out here. So what pushes me to go pushes me through the pressures is I think about the people who consider me first place. Yeah. I can't let them down. I can't let Sylvia Wade down, my mom. I can't let Lee Fudge down. I can't let um the hundreds of people in Augusta, Georgia that support me. I cannot let the hundreds of people in Miami who love me and watch everything that I put out or that I do. People in Savannah, people all over. You know what I mean? You can't let God down. I can't let God. Because it's your purpose. It's out, your calling. It sounds like. I'm always first place to God. Exactly. So why would I, you know, why would I focus in or let the no deteriorate my journey or my purpose? So I, the pressure's like, man, the pressure's going to be there. But like we said, like that creates champions. Like, yes. Think about a person like Superman. Life ain't easy. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man's life isn't. Spider Man's life isn't. He got to fight crime. He got to go through the. Tr- but that's what's make. That's what makes them superheroes. That's mm-hmm. what makes Spider Man Spider Man. That's what makes Superman won't be super. It wouldn't be Superman if he didn't go through the obstacles. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And me personally, I, I I'm I'm the Lotus. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm the Lotus. The Lotus come out of ugly circumstances. Uh, come out of those ugly circumstances, beautiful. Come out beautiful at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And you got to go through the ugliest circumstances to become the most beautiful flower. You got to go through that 
to become the most beautiful message, the most beautiful testimony. You know wow. what I mean? So it's all good, man. We just got to take those those pressures. We got to take the tribulations. We got to take the trials as a, you know, whatever to the chin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Know that it's a, it's a process to our purpose. It's, it's a process to our it's purpose. It's not always pretty. Um, I believe in seasons, like real, yeah. real bad. Yeah. Because let me tell you, back in 2018, I pitched my book to a publishing company through yeah. TBN. And they turned it down. Yeah. And it hurt like hell. Of course. I pitched again that same book. Yeah, the same book. You don't And they to. picked it up. Yeah. And when I talked to her, the lady... And I told her, I said, I pitched this same manuscript. I did not change nothing. No. It's a season. It's a time. It's a season. It gave me the goosebumps talking about it because a lot of times we want stuff so soon, but God has to take us through the steps, the process, in order to get us ready for it. Because a blessing too soon is not a blessing at all. If if you get it too soon, you're going to fumble it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think, man, yeah, absolutely, man. I was thinking that uh, maybe a few nights ago, man. I was like, what I'm getting right now, because, you know, the season offers new opportunities as well. You get what I'm saying? Every season offers new opportunities. But the season I'm in right now, like, it's a lot of things happening for me that people don't see, but it's happening. You know what I mean? I know what's happening. God has put the people in my life to make it happen, right? Yeah. During this season. But I think, like, dang, like, had I had these people that support me now, the people who manage yeah. me now, had I had that two years ago, I would have messed it up because my mind... Wasn't where it, it needs to be. Being, right. And, and where my mind is now is completely different than where it was before. Yeah. But on um, the season... And that's the thing, too, like, man, when you know it's on your life, when you know God said it, you it's God ain't no... God ain't gonna never lie. He cannot. He cannot. So most of my thing be like, I'm just trying to prep for my season because I know when it's Samuel Lee Fudge's turn. It's your turn. God almighty, it's gonna be Samuel Lee Fudge's turn. You get what I'm saying? And that's the same for all of us. Like when it's our turn, it's our turn. When it's your turn, it's your turn. Just advice, you know, you just gotta be open and allow God to work through you for whatever time because don't get it twisted. Just because it's your time, don't mean it's your time. It's God's time. It's God's time. So, you know, will of God. So God, you're a vessel to God. Yeah. So God is using you for that season. You know, for that time to get His point across. To get His man, I can get deal with this. But God may use you. You know what I mean? Like, but think about like one who think about the people who culture are are popular culture who we consider. Uh, one hit wonders in rap and or music like mm-hmm. he's a one like design is a one hit yeah, wonder yeah. well who's uh, who's to say like imagine the amount of people that a god allowed for designer to touch during that his part. during his period of fame designer probably created the next black president without us even knowing mm-hmm. you giving us in his own community exactly so like man this is all this is god's thing you know and it can't be your purpose without it being God's purpose as well. So, you know, just be open. Just allow yourself to be um, a vessel. Allow yourself to be worked through through God. Um, keep still keeping your passion and everything in mind, but just being open and, and understanding. You know, um, God is ultimately in control of everything. Amen. 
Amen. So lately, I, I feel like I've been going through like a transition or something. I don't know what I'm going through. But I was in the car and I was literally crying and I was just asking God, am I serving my purpose? And the Holy Spirit literally broke it down to me like this. And I, I just, it was so good that I, I was taken back. I was like, wow. I always thought calling and purpose was the same thing. No. But God revealed to me that your calling is what you do while you're alive. Your purpose will always outlive you. Mm -hmm. For example, my calling is an author, mm -hmm. a writer, a host, a speaker. But my purpose is to transform lives. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can never get to their purpose because you got to understand what your calling is first for mm -hmm. you your calling is an actor it was acting a writer yeah no it was acting acting because acting was the gateway to everything else. everything else yeah and the purpose behind that is to educate and elevate our minds so that we can be transformed right mm -hmm. because look at the movie that you have messiah mm -hmm. you know coming out right the first ever Yes. The first ever. So that's huge because you're bringing recognition to people that people should already know about, but we we they watered it down in school. Let's just be real. I ain't learned about garbage we, school. You did not. Nobody. Well, well I'm some from, yeah, some places. No, briefly. Yeah. Literally, God is using you. As a vessel. As a vessel to put the ones that people consider the underdogs yeah. on top. On top. That's my purpose. That that means Garvey purpose outlived him. Yeah. Because of the calling that was on his life that he did while he was alive. Although he's not here to witness it, his purpose is still gonna change some things. Yeah. That's, that's deep. That's deep. That's uh, uh me and Gerard, the director, um, cause I wrote it and I played Garvey. Um, we talk about it all the time, and even like, cause I, I my final speech in the film, like I'm I'm actually using his words in the final speech, and I say, um, I'm going to paraphrase to get okay. the point across. But he's like, in life, I'm a bad man, but in death, I'll be even more of a terror to the foes of African liberty. I'll be more so. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Because physically, when you're here physically, there's a limit to what. Yes. But once you perish, your spirit goes. But it freaks me out because they showed me the they have showed me the film, you know what I mean? They showed me my footage at least for that scene, um, and it freaks me out because he said that those are his actual words, and I'm playing him saying that to the next generation. But once upon a time, that's him writing that to me. Yo, so generation. I'm you get what I'm saying? So like I'm the person I'm. And so that's the whole theme of the film as well, too, though, just inspiring the next generation his of leaders. His purpose. It's, outlived him. He served his purpose. He served his purpose. And so... That gives me the goosebumps all over my body. Like, it's like, wow. Like, God gave me that in the car. And I, I don't even know why I brought it up now. Yeah. But it just confirmed with you that you serving your purpose. That's like, man, like, you know how many people since that trailer has been out, you know what I mean? And since I've been pushing it, you know how many people have been saying, like, and it's so crazy because that's the constant pattern in my life when I do like socially conscious films because that's all, but that's all I do. But you know how many people is like, I ain't know who Marcus Garvey was. I'm the new image of Mark. People tell me all the, you look, you are Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I have became like, bro, it's so cr crazy. I was going to say sickening, 
but it's so crazy to the point that I go around my friends and they like, I'm like, see how I look right now? Mm-hmm. This is me. But I go around them, they like, look at you looking like Garvey. You I have do. became, but I have, I just like myself. <laughs> but I have became the new image of what Marcus, that's how much evidence we had to live off of him. That yeah. limited much, uh, that uh, that limited amount of evidence. But his purpose was so big, that little bit. That little bit, but now Look I'm the image. But wow. now I'm. Like how how is it that Samuel Lee Fudge from Miami, Florida, thirty one years old, came through the most bleaks of circumstances, is the first to ever play Marcus Garvey on the screen, or the first to create? How how is that possible? How is that that's that's insane to me? How because you God knows nobody else was gonna be able to do it. Nobody purpose. I try, but that's what I'm saying. So like, that's what I'm saying. The work that I put in from grass, I mean, from undergrad to even as a kid, the little things that step, that's my purpose too. Garvey is a piece of the purpose, a piece of the pie. Yeah, what I was gonna yeah. say, like, it's constant because when I played in, when I was an extra in Selma, you know what people told me at Payne College when I was at going to school. Dang, I didn't know Martin Luther King did this. Dang, bro, you brought more awareness to Martin Luther King. I didn't know he smoked cigarettes. I didn't know he, you know, just yeah, a little yeah, smallness. Yeah. When I was in Birth of a Nation, you know what they said? I didn't know who Nat Turner was. Wow. I didn't know who, dang. Same thing with this. Same thing now, Gary. And so, man, it's just like you said, like, me, I, I know as an artist, like, that's why nowadays I don't even force my work. I don't, I used to do that a lot when I was a younger artist. I used to... Let me think about what I need to put. Oh man, I got Let writers. Ain't no write such ain't no such thing as writer block for me at this point. Like <laughs> I chill. This it's is your my, gift. I your let problem. God tell me what I need to write. I yes. let God write for me. I let God I let God tell me what's the next project to act. They say people calling me, What's the next project? I say, I don't know. Let me ask God, and then I get back with you. Or let God I'm waiting on God to tell me and I get back. Man, you gotta let him just that's the whole point of an artist. Like artists, you got to be spiritually open and mm-hmm. spiritually connected to the universe, spiritually connected to God, yes. and, and let yourself move off of um, what God gives. But yeah, definitely Marcus Garvey. That's gonna be. But I'm so humble about it to where, and the purpose is so much bigger than me to where I don't even that part. Yeah, I don't even think that like, oh, that's gonna be the one for me. That's gonna yeah, be the one. yeah. I, I I look at it as thank God, God that, that people, I'm fulfilling what you told me to do, Lord. And I thank God the people get to know who Marcus Garvey is. Yes, I'm the person that's gonna bring awareness to Marcus Garvey. You know. Mhm. So. I do. Soul food with Sadie is all about planting seeds. Mhm. I believe in planting seeds and allowing God to provide the increase, right? Mm -hmm. So I like to leave people with a seed. Mm -hmm. What is something, it could be a phrase, it could be a word, something that you would like to leave with the people in order to help them become the best version of themselves? I hate when I get asked this question because I I try to be as profound as (laughs) Plato. Or Einstein, you know, I, I try to go yeah, deep yeah, into yeah. my soul to, to find the answer. Hmm, that's a good one. I use a reference on this. Tupac said once upon a time that he was perfectly good with himself. He was assured of himself and his purpose and everything and, and who he was because he can look in the mirror and see himself and be okay and comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I say, if you can get up every morning 
brush your teeth because I'm looking at my mirror as I'm saying this. But <laughs> if you can look in the mirror, right, and you can look yourself dead in the eyes because it's easy to look someone else in the eyes and deceive. That's and when I say deceive, I just mean yeah. I can I can put on the mask. I can, yeah, I can fake like I'm happy and, yeah. and I can and I'm you know. So if you can look yourself in the eyes and be a thousand percent with what you are doing every single day or what you've done the day before, the days before, um, you're good. But if you look yourself and, and there's a point of where there's a doubt or unhappiness or unsurety or if, hey, eh, then you probably need to reevaluate the life that you are living on, the lifestyle um, all the time. Purpose and passion outbeats what we feel uh, responsibilities are, meaning, okay, yeah, my, my initial thought may be getting up every day to go to work. Whatever this case, and I got a slave, I got to do this, I got to do da 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 do But if every day that you wake up, you put your heart and your mind towards your passion and your purpose, God will uh, provide you with everything. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah, live off that. Absolutely. Especially purpose. You can live off that. Going back to Tupac, like, if you can look yourself in the mirror every single day, because I have to do it. We all have to do it no matter what. Like, it's you got to look word. You gotta look at the mirror, and that mirror tell you a lot. The mirror is the reason why. Plastic surgeons are millionaires. Michael Jackson even talked about the man in the mirror. The man in the mirror. You get what I'm saying? And so, like, I know for me, like, I can definitely look in the mirror every single morning because I, I have to do it. That's 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 every that's the thing that I do every day aside from brushing my teeth. I have to look myself in the mirror. And if you can look yourself in the mirror and straighten the eyes. And you're okay with yourself. You're okay with the choices that you're making. Because when you stare at yourself, you're basically looking at your choices. You're looking at. So if you're okay with that, if you're okay with that, uh, continue doing what you're doing. But if you're not, reconsider your purpose. But more importantly, um, ask God. Get closer to God. And get closer to God if you are okay with yourself in the mirror too now. But yeah. <laughs> but man, I, I think 2023 is going to be a big year too. Like if you look at how 2022 has ended you can see what the enemy we all have the common enemy right yes. and you can see the route or you can see the ways or tactics that the common enemy is is using you know at the end of 2022 like we are losing people left to right people being whatever all that stuff right so that just go that just gives you a glimpse of what 2023 may be and so 2023 is not necessarily so much of with our fists it's not so much of with our mouth it's not so much of with uh, the money. 2023 is more so about the mind, mm -hmm. how you use, utilize the mind. Because, um, yeah, uh, going back to earlier, the higher the level, the higher the devil. Yeah, so Ladies true. and gentlemen, we in 2023. We got to start using our minds. And that's what the most honorable Marcus Garvey taught and uh, was an advocate of uh, black people using minds to um, progress and elevate in this society. That's good. Yeah. That's good because I always tell my boys, like, you have to have a strong mind in this world because society, you as a black man, society will try to take your dignity. They will try to take your esteem, everything. Yeah. But if they, they can't get your mind. Unless that you is your them. Unless you allow them to. Yeah. But that is your tool to get to where you need to be, even to get a closer relationship with God, your mind. Yeah. It is your tool. People don't understand that. You ever seen a person, and I know you're trying to end it, but I'm going to keep it going for no, a few. Look, look, look. So this is how powerful the mind is, right? To where 
you ever seen a person or have met a person or you ever been that person too? Dang, who did I use this analogy with? Um, but if I know, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious enough to know, I'm intelligent enough to know that this stove is hot. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? The burners are burning on this stove. My mind is telling me it. I know it is. And I still make the conscious decision to do that, mm, to touch, touch it. it. Yeah. And I know it's going to burn me. And I know the possibility of nowadays we are comfortable. I don't know how it happened or where it did it happen, but society has tricked us out into believing that making the... Um, we at the day of age to where we make we putting a hand on the stove. Yeah, because it's, it seemed like, oh, wow, I want to learn this on my own, right? Is that is that what we're getting at? I don't know. It may be the water. <laughs> it may be rap music. <laughs> it's the rap music. That's what it is. Let's blame it on the like, rap music. Come on. But, but. I was telling my son that today, like, stop listening to music that glorifies death and, and hatred for another black man. He yeah. loves Rod Wave and gun smoke and all. And I'm just like, please, I don't want that in my spirit. I said, it's going to come a day that you are not going to like music like this. I said, this is what breeds hatred and death among our black men, this type of music. It yeah. truly do. Literally, it was a song, and I won't repeat it because I just don't repeat stuff like that. But literally, all I heard, just to paraphrase, is hate black men, gun them down. And he bopping, bopping. I said, listen to some music that's going to edify your spirit, edify your mind, let you know that brotherhood is a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. the, The music is corrupting our world. Yeah. But but and it's not the only tool being used. Yeah, just the thing though. When we were coming up, what were, what were we listening to? I was raised. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when I was when I was his age, like you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just think like the spiritual warfare has been out here. I just oh, think it's yeah. I think it's just bigger than ever now. I, I, but it's always a battle between what's right and what's wrong. What makes sense? What doesn't make sense? Yeah. What's false was fact was so even as me growing up being raised in a church being the good girl I was always drawn to like the bad people like even as my friends like I was always drawn to it's so weird it wasn't like nothing I just set out to do it was like I was always drawn out to people that would break me down or use me or I had to buy they love. Like I was always drawn to that for some reason. Yeah, but but then um um Eve bit the apple, didn't she? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's what that's all about. I don't think that's all about, but I'm just saying, just like we all got the, just like we got the common sense to know this is wrong, or it whatever is wrong, or is you know, we got the common sense to know like okay, I gotta fight that to do what's right. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ, because he was the only man in human form that was absolute perfect, Mm. sinless, but was in the same form as you and I. Yeah. He fought. He fought temptations. He fought. You get what I'm saying? And so, like, that's why he's the perfect uh, example for us to be. But but I say that to say, man. It's a spiritual warfare out here, man. We just, but you gotta have, you gotta have the full uh, armor of God. You, you know what I mean? 
Dang, it was something I was going to say that was, oh, my homeboy told me, he said, the same one who brought up, when we were talking earlier when I talked about the single mothers mm, and broken okay. women, you feel me, uh, 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 black male being more, but he said, uh, I was telling him about a predicament that I'm in, and he was like, I was like, but it seems so good, bro. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's giftly wrapped. Yeah, yeah. He said, man, the devil send you blessings, too. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, the counterfeit always come before the real thing. Always. Come on, man. Because if the enemy can have you so distracted with the counterfeit. You don't see the real thing. Can't you'll see. miss the thing that God sent to elevate you to your next level. But it's up, it's up to us to always go to God in prayer. Before literally making any move. I remember I met this guy and I was like so excited. Like anybody that's my friend that's listening to this, they know who I'm talking about. I was like so excited. I'm thinking, oh my God, I know this is the man God sent me. I know it. This is what I'm telling people, okay? Mm -hmm. I gave it. I prayed. I went to God and I prayed. And I'm like, God, I never felt this way before about a man. Like I know this has to be the one. I prayed about it. Literally, the next morning, the Holy Spirit said, that's the spirit of lust that you're feeling. It's just packaged different. Mm -hmm. Because I struggled with the spirit of lust for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's a spirit I picked up in my childhood. Yeah. And I carried it as an adult. But God delivered me from it. But the enemy is so deceiving that he wrapped it up to look different. Yeah. Same. And the more I got to know this guy, the more God was exposing him to me. And that is when the Holy Spirit revealed to me that the counterfeit will always come to distract you from meeting the real thing. Yeah. That's and it, it blew me away because I'm like, wow, I was embarrassed because I was telling everybody, I think this the one. Uh, I was just saying all this stuff. He took me on date. He did this. He said this. He all this stuff, and we don't even talk now <laughs> because he, be like that, huh? he was exposed because I went to God in prayer. If I had not went to God in prayer, I would have been tied up with something. You get what I'm saying? And not positioned for what God has for me. Yeah. So we have to be very careful and we have to go to God in prayer for all things. All things. Yeah. I mean, I go to God. I say, Lord, what do you want me to wear? <laughs> That's how serious it is to me. Because I done tried everything else in this world, but I've never tried totally surrendering to God and consecrating myself totally to God. Never. This is the first time ever. I've always swaddled the fence. And the fact that I am totally surrendered, God has been using me in such a mighty way. What about you? How God's been using me? I think my I think he getting sleepy, y'all. <laughs> Samuel, Samuel getting sleepy. No, go ahead. Ask me again. I'm with you. Do you feel like just being strictly surrendered to God, it, it's a different it's a different purity that comes with it. Even when you I'll pray. be honest, I'll be honest. I, I think I answer this as human as possible. You know what I mean? I think I am still one of those individuals who are afraid. 
to fully like it's one thing to 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 allow God to work through you. Like that's the easy part, that's right? That's easy, yeah. That's easy. Yeah, God, it worked through me, man. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. Get through. As long as you can bless me, I need that payback, baby. Yeah. But but surrendering yourself, meaning like, Here is see, like like I said, like the one thing is you know what's right, you know what's wrong. Now surrendering yourself is saying no matter what, you gotta do was right you know yeah, you got to yeah. do the gut regardless of how it may make you feel you may lose out on whatever so like for me surrendering is just saying completely like god i give you all of me every freaking thing and i and i know it has to have and maybe that's you know and, and going back to my personal journey maybe that's the threshold mm-hmm. for me or or to get me to the next level Maybe. Or to even give you the tools for it, cause you ha- you have to like. Cause I was always, and I'm just I'm real with my listeners. Like I would serve God, but I would still have sex. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm I saying. I would serve God, but I would still go to the club. I would yeah, serve God, uh, but it wasn't like the the. I wasn't hearing from God. I felt like I was clogged up. I wasn't hearing from God the way I needed to hear because. I was now letting different spirits enter into me because soul ties is real. You so you say you said you told me. You so said. it was like I was <laughs> I, I didn't know where I was picking this stuff up, and we you know we don't have a lot of time left because it caps us at an hour. Um, but once I I totally surrendered to God, and I I'm, I'm human, so I have those urges. But I this is what I say. I say. Lord, decrease that urge and save that for my husband. Cause I feel like I I feel like my husband deserves a peer. I feel like he shouldn't have to come into this, even though yes, I have five children. But mm-hmm. that does not make me less valuable. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But he shouldn't have to come into um me. You get what I'm saying? And I'm already sleeping with somebody or you get I, I feel like that's not fair to him because I believe the man that God is preparing for me is purging himself as well so that he can hear from God so that he can know that this is the woman that's going to help you become the man that I have destined for you to be because I believe in a helpmate yeah. so I believe that being able to purge yourself and, and fast from sexual desires, it brings on a, a whole another level of discipline. Yeah. And God rewards you greatly for that. That's what I believe. So, but leaving off, to how, many, how many minutes we have left? Four. All right, four minutes. My question to you, what do you believe is fully surrendering? For me, that is different for everybody because yeah. my cross to bear was the spirit of lust. Okay, you should. Plan. So God deliver me from that. So eliminating your well, whatever it is that's blocking. Is your cross to bear? Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like you are attacked most. Through that. I feel like you I are. was, but I feel like people are attacked most where their calling is. What you mean? So if you attack most in your mind. Oh, so that's where it's gonna be at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was attacked I most with sex. You get what I'm saying? And it was because of my lack of self love. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could sex my way into this man validating me. Mm-hmm. 
But God had to strip that away from me and realize and make me realize that only I can be validated through him. You get what I'm saying? So that was my cross to bear. So that is why I am now a mindset coach that teaches people how to love themselves mm -hmm. and validate themselves. No. So. I'm with you. So Samuel. Mm hmm The listeners are probably going to wonder where can they find you at? We have one minute. Tell them where can they find you at and all his information will be in the show notes. Um, everything, every single thing, you name it, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, whatever, uh, it's Samuel Lee Fudge, S-A-M-U-E-L, like Samuel, uh, Lee, L-E-E, and Fudge, like the chocolate, Samuel Lee Fudge, that's everything. And his information will be in the show notes, and that is his name, I thought he was lying at first, but he's <laughs> some the truth. You guys, that episode was so amazing. I was very impressed that Sam knew about the mirror work because any of my listeners know I talk about the mirror work. The mirror work was a tool that I used to fall deep in love with myself. And I challenge each and every listener to do 60 seconds of mirror work each and every day and watch it change your life. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. Take the seats that are for you and leave the rest for others. I am thankful for health in my body, peace in my mind, ears to hear and eyes to see. I am thankful for hands to write, legs and feet to stand, and wisdom to understand the gems that were given unto me today. I am thankful that I can create a strategy that I can implement into my life. I am thankful I am divinely created for such a time as this. I will be thankful for the small things because the small things are only preparing me for the bigger things that are coming into my life.